everyone, it's Lindsay and Allie. And are you living with regrets? <laughs> Bitch, I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches come and go. Bah. Copyright. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a ghost. <laughs> Hey, Lindsay, I'm already recording this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. (laughs) So, Lindsay had no idea I was already recording. Honestly, we could probably record for us. (laughs) We could just record us talking for, like, the past 20 minutes like we have been. And everyone would be entirely, entirely too um, entertained. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Bitches. We're gonna get sued for singing songs. Copyright. Copyright. And uh, we do not own the rights to this song. So in case you say, didn't say it catch, officially. what? We do not own the rights to this song. Please do not sue us. <laughs> so we are if you back. Missed it. <laughs> if you missed it, my husband was singing that song. This was a couple months ago. He was singing that song, and I said. I look at him and I'm like, what did you say? The TikTok song. Yeah. For those that, that don't know. Yeah. And he goes, he's like, he realized immediately, he's like, I'm singing it wrong. And got like embarrassed. And he goes, what, what is it? What is it? I have videos of this. It's amazing. I should watch him. Refresh my memory. But essentially, he just thought it said, bitches come and go. Or no. Oh my gosh. That's the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so scatterbrained. I'm like so shocked you were filming me. I'm like, God damn it. Um... He thought it said, <laughs> bitch, I'm a ghost, bruh. Because <laughs> that's also a TikTok trend. What? The, um, uh, uh, how does it go? Bitch, I'm a ghost. Oh, yeah. That yeah, one? Yeah. Like, da 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 da. Oh, I didn't that? even think, okay, I can give him a little grace yeah, there. Yeah, no. If he confused him. No, but Brock, don't listen. No. No grace is being given. Gonna, he's such a, like, anybody who knows Brock knows how, like, private and quiet he is, <laughs> and he's going to kick me in the rear for this one. <laughs> Speaking of funny TikToks, I was keeling over dead before you got over here. Have you seen that new one? <laughs> they have, uh, I think it's, like, called Horrify. And it's a face that if you... Yes, and yes, it's yes, like, yes, yes. And they try to do things like tell a story about I think you sent me one with the shot. Was it the same one <laughs> or no? There was a guy who was trying to drink lemon juice and <laughs> not trigger the face. <laughs> and I was in tears. I am rubbing my makeup all over my face right now. Because I am trying laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah, I have seen wow. that trend. Like, I think you sent me that one with that guy trying to take a shot. That was it, the lemon juice. Was it? Yes, yes, yes. yes yep. I did watch it today. <laughs> Yes, he was trying to take a shot, and he'd be, he'd like put his mouth like super straight, and be like, nope, nope, nope. If I see it, I will. If like someone doing it, I will sit there and watch it. The <laughs> remainder of the it is so the, funny. The entire TikTok, it's so funny. Oh gosh. Oh man. Well, episode three, there baby. Was that. <laughs> Enjoy. One way to kick it off. Um, <laughs> one thing we observed from the last one, I said. So I'm the school counselor in case anybody forgot, but you probably did because Allie sounds more like a counselor than me. And I said that to her and she goes, no, it's trauma. <laughs> it's trauma. It's trauma informed. Well, I just, uh, you know, 
We've all been there. We're talking about regrets, right? So life lessons, man. Let me tell you. You can learn a lot. You learn from regrets. That's the whole point of this, right? And I'm not trying to be that person, but I'm going to be that person of like, I listen to this all day. So I just sit here and nod at kids like, "Mm, Mm -hmm." mm -hmm. (laughs) some of their like middle school drama. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." so I'm fried. It's gone from my body. We do this in the evenings. So anyway. Okay. All right. (laughs) We We got three tonight. And they're a little longer, and it's probably a good thing because we just wasted a whole bunch of time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so our first regret tonight is uh, titled, This is Real, This is Me. This is real. This is Oh, my gosh. Uh, we I'm do not own the rights to this song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Focusing. <clears throat> this is serious matters, people. Ever since I can remember, I have been chubby. People used to tell my parents, just wait until she loses her baby fat. I ate the typical Midwest American diet, meat, potatoes, fruit, veggies, bread and butter Mm. with every meal. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Been there, done that Mm -hmm. too. For most meals. Um, We ate out every now and then as a family, but not an excessive amount. I hit sixth through seventh grade and started to develop as a young female. I was active in sports throughout middle school and did somewhat slim down, but was never considered skinny. I went through the dreaded basketball shorts 24-7 phase. Layoff, I just wanted to be a baller. (laughs) (laughs) Throughout high school, I was definitely not the prettiest or the skinniest, and that's when my body image issues began. One of of my best friend's moms would encourage me to wear clothing that was a little tighter and out of my comfort zone. I would give in to the peer pressure and then end up crying when she would post pictures later for the entire world to see. I was active enough in high school sports that I didn't feel the need to work out outside of practice or lifting weights. I then graduated and went off to college. Let me just say, for all those young females out there, the freshman 15 is alive and thriving. Hmm. Freshman 50. (laughs) (laughs) My group of college friends would go to the gym or an occasional workout class, but I struggled ever going alone. So when schedules didn't line up to go with friends, I wouldn't go at all. Eating unlimited cafeteria food fast food restaurants all around, and of course, drinking heavy amounts didn't do my body any good. I'm now in my upper 20s, and I'm at the heaviest weight I've ever been. I have, of course, tried anything and everything out there. Tried being the organized workout girly, tried eating healthy, tried beach body, tried diet shakes, everything you could imagine. But I am undisciplined and can't seem to get anything to stick. I'm learning to love myself for who I am and not my weight on the scale. But overall, I regret not carrying healthy habits into my adulthood. I feel like I am just going to have to struggle with my body image for life. It just sucks always being the bigger girl in the room full of people. Any tips for growing confidence and being comfortable in your own skin? Straight up asking for myself, not a friend. LOL. <laughs> Oofta. Girl. girl. Oh, girl. You just Same. opened a can of worms for us. Gosh. Holy crap. Okay, well, I'm going to get into... We've been, like, really working. Having a kid has changed me into this, like, crazy, chemical-free, you know, trying to avoid that kind of stuff. Um, and with the food we're provided, like, what's cheap mm-hmm. and what's put into, like, our bread. Okay, can are- we just say, side note, nothing is cheap these yeah, days. Touche, okay. Touché. But, <laughs> yes, the cheaper items. The cheap things are the really horrible things for you. Right. And even bread. Like, there's so many sugars in breads and everything that there really doesn't need to be especially like the quick easy meal stuff Mm -hmm. too like Mm -hmm. that's the most unhealthy but yeah you can just throw it in the oven or throw it in the microwave or 
fast food. Go pick it up. Right. It's too easy. It's too fast. And here we are all struggling with body image issues because society has made us feel like we have to, but society is also the one providing us with these food. I shouldn't say society, but I mean, the really, general like, public, I don't yeah. know how you would word it. Who is that? <laughs> Who chooses our food? I just want to talk. Good question. Oh, God. <sighs> can someone tell theory? us? I don't know. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> I can't. Well, and can I just say, I 100% feel like I have been there and been in that exact same mm-hmm. headspace as you. And um, just kind of want to validate your feelings of that because, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people, girls and guys, have that same thing because guys too, they, they're supposed to be bulky and with that six-pack abs mm-hmm. and have the nice haircut and da-da-da-da-da, wear the nice clothes. And um, I think that a lot of guys in our society these days also struggle with yes. that same thing but basically opposite absolutely and I mean the hard thing is is like growing up um, I was a super picky eater and um, I just want to say sorry to my mom (laughs) because I would sit at the kitchen table until 9 p.m at night when my bedtime was because I would not fucking eat peas I refused (laughs) I would sit there and I was the biggest bullheaded little girl because I did not want to eat them. And she said, you're sitting at that table. And she would hold me to it. You're sitting at that table till bedtime or until you eat three peas. Really? I would cross my arms and I would sit there and she'd be like, Ellie, just try them. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. I know. Yeah. But it was just me being dramatic. Three peas. Or I would like. go to bed. Damn it. And then I got to the point where I love peas. So it was so weird. But like me and my brother would do that thing where mom would go get her plate and we'd like shovel like hit stuff he doesn't like onto my plate and things that he doesn't. (laughs) That's amazing. What I don't like onto his. Oh my Um, gosh. But just, you know, starting with that, a lot of us from the Midwest, like the bread and butter, Mm -hmm. like that was like, you would eat your food, but you'd also eat bread and butter. Yes. Like that was just a part of the meal. Why? We didn't need that. (laughs) No. And that, that is a perfect like piece to what I was just thinking because overeating and portions um that's another conversation that I've had with my parents before of like clean your plate we -hmm. were always taught and in school yes so bad in school clean your plate you are not you're dumping and wasting Mm -hmm. food no we need to teach kids to eat until they're full yes and I would have to and this was just like I shouldn't say policy but it was just how a lot of teachers did it so I adopted it too and I would I shouldn't say I adopted it because I didn't um they, I'd check their milks and mm. make sure they drank all their milks. Now, if they opened it and took one sip, I'd be a little like, okay, you just wasted a milk because they were never required to drink it. Mm. Um, but a lot of teachers had the rule of you have to have at least finish. half gone, mm. at least half gone, and would make them go sit and finish it if they didn't. And I see both sides of it, but it's a perfect example of you have to – fill yourself till you're sick or uncomfortable or whatever and that was just an expectation for a long time or like with you said your mom you have to sit at the table until your plate's clean another thing is that going into the side of things of working out and the fitness side of things I think it's really important obviously to find a routine that you feel comfortable doing like don't feel like you need to go lift weights and get bulk and big if that's not what you are excited doing like a lot of people go do like hot yoga instead or a mm-hmm. dance class or just normal yoga or maybe just go and walk or mm-hmm. do those kind of things. Um, but I can totally attest to trying to get into that habit, especially if you're not in a bigger city that has like those options. Mm-hmm. You have either one workout place or you don't go. Yeah. So. And it's 
expensive a lot of places mm-hmm. and like you mentioned earlier in the episode it's hard to spend money on things like that right now but one conversation you and I have had in the past too is heart health versus like skinny health we can eat foods that maybe won't fatten us per se but they're not heart healthy and they're Mm -hmm. not good for you I think of the keto diet and I know people do it I know people love it and that's fine if that's what you're choosing to do but personally, I feel carbs are important in my diet. I love carbs. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No kidding. <laughs> but yeah, like it's a part of your diet. It's a part of what your body's wanting. And you just have to know how to portion size. Right. I think that's, I mean, pers- I'm speaking a little more out of my own perspective is I struggle with portions mm-hmm. a lot. So Like I just said, clean that plate. Mm-hmm. If you don't mm-hmm. clean your plate, then you're going to have to sit there. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. You don't even notice that you're doing it to the kids, right? but you are. You're teaching them they have to eat mm-hmm. all that food. I think mine came from my parents tried a little, like, I, we didn't go out to eat at all. So now that I have that ability, that's mm-hmm. all I want to do right. all the time. So, oh gosh, we could just talk about this one all night. Right. <laughs> but yeah, just ending that one kind of just the confidence wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone just has to learn to love their own bodies the way that they are, especially yeah. finding friends and a partner and like making sure that your parents or siblings or whoever you keep in your close circle, just knowing that they love you for who Mm -hmm. you are. And guess what? If you would die tomorrow, no one would say anything about Mm -hmm. your weight. No, they would say all the great things about you and who you were as a person. No one would say anything about your weight or your looks or anything. It's not what matters to the people who matter. So we're here for you, girl. We are. We got you. We got you. Okay, the second regret is titled The Segue from Hell. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I was in an immature relationship that started in high school. It wasn't bad per se, but it was immature in the way that most high school relationships are. Overboard expectations, looking through each other's phones, dramatic exits during fights. When I went to college, I decided to branch out and we ended up breaking up. I met a guy who was very interested in me, but I wasn't feeling ready. Eventually, though, he convinced me to go on a date with him, and I decided I might as well get a little bit of a rebound attention. Another thing is, sex is a big deal to me, but I gave that side of myself to him. Can you guess what happened after that? The texts became short, the visits became less and less, and I knew immediately he was dropping me. It sent me into a spiral, especially when I learned that he had been receiving favors from other girls. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> While we were together. Oh. Uh, although we never made it exclusive, it really felt icky. Anyway, there was another guy who I learned was interested in me. We were friends, and I slowly started crushing back. Just like with the guy who we'll call Jared, I decided, what did I have to lose, and dove right in. I gave him that chance, and, well, we're married now, and he's the best man on the planet. So, do I regret my time with Jared? Yes. I regret giving something I consider special to him, and I regret the pain and headache it caused me and the people around me. But I guess I'm glad to have had him as a segue from one relationship to the next, with lessons learned along the way and maturity gained. Oh, happy, happy endings. ending there. And yeah, that's like a perfect example of what we talked about in our introduction episode of like, sometimes regrets can lead to those good things. Right. And that's why... The, she called it, I think it's a she. They didn't specify. Seems like a she. Um, they, I named it because she said, like, 
he was the segue from that really immature relationship to a healthy one being able to be married and healthy and happy in the end. So, And I mean, I feel like this is a really relative story because a lot of people, like she said in there, she worded it really well, um, immature in the way that most high school relationships are, overboard Mm -hmm. expectations, looking through each other's phone, all that. I mean, I just think it's really hard because at that point in your life, you're trying to figure out who you are and Mm -hmm. who you love. And it's just one of those things where – you weren't really taught how to love a partner at a young age. And so when you're in that immaturity, kind of like that immature level, I guess I want to say, you you don't know what's healthy and what's not healthy. You don't know what's okay and what's not okay. No. So it's a lot of like testing the waters. Right. I mean, gosh, raise your hand if you haven't been in one of those relationships because you're a rarity. Right. We've all been there. And if you are also someone who's made it through a high school relationship, like you guys made it out together. Congratulations. Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) We're so excited for you because that would be so hard. But yeah, like you said it perfectly. It's a learning time for people and a lot. And yeah, testing the waters and seeing where you make it and if you can make it. And yeah, so. And it's like you learn so much. You won't have healthy I should take that back. You can have healthy relationships without going through that, but I feel like you learn so much about yourself and the way that you personally want to be loved and the relationship Mm -hmm. that you personally want to have by going through a relationship that's not for you. Yes. Like, you learn so much. Yes. And that's why I think this person probably called it a segue was because it led them into knowing it took them away from that. Not necessarily a horrible relationship, but something that didn't work for them showed them a horrible relationship and then said, here, this is what you could have and now do have. Right. Yeah. All right. So moving on to our third regret, it is titled marriage woes. Hi, I have something to get off my chest. However, I have no names to submit. I got married at a very young age. I had a few boyfriends in high school, but I then met a decent guy and decided to marry him. I would like to say I love him, but it feels it's not the way I should. We have been married for quite a while. Our children are older, and I find myself thinking of a different lifestyle, sometimes looking at other men, and I'm starting to believe I missed out on a lot now that I'm getting older. I really don't want to do anything about this, but at the same time, some days I feel a little crazy. I think I'm just looking for somebody to help me get through these emotions and appreciate my husband. Regrets? I guess. I have like two sides that I'm feeling. (sighs) One is you married him for a reason. Mm -hmm. You built a family and a life together for a reason. So where is that reason? Can you find it again? Can you get there? So that's one side that I'm thinking. And then the other side is like, it's an old meme I used to say, if you fall in love, and I know this person's not saying they're in love with someone else, but... If you fall in love with two people, pick the second, because if you really loved the first, you wouldn't have fallen for the second. And that can be something to consider when you are looking at these other men, feeling interest, feeling intrigued. If you really loved your husband the way you should, then you wouldn't be feeling that way. I mean, who doesn't check out a good looking person that they're of the the sex that they're interested in. I mean, Lindsay walks into a room and just just know that your man's looking. Sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh uh, god. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, don't worry at all. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> but seriously, like, my husband and I have that discussion all the time. Like, I know I'm not the most beautiful girl on the planet. I have you met Blake Lively? <laughs> yeah, no, kidding. no, but I want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to. And like, I say that to him too. I'm like, 
there's men out there who I think are really good looking and it doesn't matter because we love each other. But if it's something that you are thinking about actively pursuing, then yeah, you really have to consider how you feel about that husband. And if you love him enough to not be doing those things or not actually act on it. Yeah. And I think your first side, just thinking back, there's a reason that you married him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you get to the point where it kind of seems where you're at with things is, I don't know, does it say you have kids? Yes. Older kids. Okay. So thinking about that sense, like, I feel like a lot of parents get to that point where they're, I don't want to say like living through their kids, but like their whole life, obviously, Mm -hmm. every parent is this way. Your whole life is your kids. Yeah. And so you fall in love with being a mother or Mm -hmm. a father and you get to like, that's your role. Yep. You forget about the husband and the yes. wife roles. Like you proceed on to that next stage in your mm-hmm. life and you kind of like abandon those roles. And so I think it might be important to like set those like weekly. Okay, we're going to go on a weekly date or we're going to yes. have like weekly times that we just sit down and do stuff together. Not sit and look at our phones, not watch TV, mm-hmm. you know, like actively doing something together. Because if you're be really empty important. nesting, which is what it kind of sounds like, you probably are starting to look at each other like, oh gosh, this is all we have. Who this are you who again? Are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you lose that relationship and it's hard. I mean, I'm in the middle of it right now where we're trying to consistently build ourselves up because I do feel like I don't know him half the time because I'm too focused in on my toddler. Right. It's, it's just something you have to actively do. So, And I think it's another important thing to note that I mean, I th- when you agree, when you do your vows and you agree to marry this person and be with them for life, you're agreeing to love them through every single stage mm-hmm. of who they are. Absolutely. Because every single stage of your life, you're going to be a different person. You're not yes. the same person you were in high school throughout your teenage years and yep. then into college and now you're married and then you have kids mm-hmm. and then you're going to be a grandparent, you know, that kind of thing. That's what you signed up for. You're going to be a completely yes. different person and you like your partner has to learn to love that person. Yep. But on the other end of it, do people fall out of love? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's okay. So it really is a lot of soul searching. I'm always an advocate for therapy. Oh my God. Therapy is great for everyone. And just being able to explore that. But I really liked Allie's idea of trying to connect each other again. If you are stepping out of that more active parent role and seeing how you guys can reconnect, can you reconnect? Or are you even interested in trying to reconnect? Maybe you're past that point. But you won't know. No. You know, like you're in that in-between of like, where do I go? Mm-hmm. That's where you go. You figure it out on that, what's going to make you happiest. Yes. And I totally understand the whole married young, haven't dated a lot, haven't had a lot of experience. That was something that really scared me too. But I also started to accept the fact that that wasn't really what I wanted. And that wasn't a value of mine. Now, if that is a value of yours, is that a bad thing? No. Like, if that's what you need in life, then absolutely go do it. But, again, it's something you'll have to soul search and decide if it's important to you to have some, to have a situation like that for you in your, in your life and if you need that experience or other outlets. I think it's really important to also just have that conversation with your significant mm-hmm, other absolutely. of how you feel. Maybe they don't even know that you're feeling that way, and if they did, they would start putting, I mean – Everyone can put more effort in yes. in the relationship that they're in. We all get distracted by other things. But if they like actively know that you are kind of struggling in it, mm-hmm. maybe they'll put that effort back in to yeah. like replace that hope in you. Hard conversations make the healthiest relationships. You have to have them. 
and it might be embarrassing. It might be frustrating and it might shine a light on what you're supposed to do. What give you that, that answer right? That you need and see how he reacts too. If he's going to react negatively and upset, it might give you a little insight. Maybe he's going to say, I feel the same way. And then you, you might, can happily yes, go your own ways. Yes. And, and see how that, how that works out. So lots of layers to that. Thanks for sending that yeah, in. Yeah. Really that appreciate huge. Yeah. Really appreciate that vulnerability opening up that way for us to be able to talk mm-hmm. about that because I know that there's other people um, that are probably in that same situation and feeling that same way and right. you know it's one thing to just send that be able to send that in and just have that feeling of like oh my god I finally told someone that right so it's off my chest we are and no one super knows. relieved for you that yeah. you were able to do that mm-hmm. we hope it helped and that you feel safe here and and I think this is a good moment to say to everybody like this person is a total mystery to us. We have no, we don't, we have, got this and we were like, oh my God. Yeah. There was I a couple who I felt was honored. Like, yes, I know. I agree. There's a couple people who I'm like, I think I could maybe guess. But again, we've gotten some general stories. We've gotten some really um, basic leveled submissions where we're like, okay, I know like three people who have this going on. Right. But this one was a total, total off the wall one for mystery. us. And again, we're really grateful that someone felt they could trust us with it. So we hope that as you listeners, um, you also appreciate that because Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of importance in that for this podcast. Like that's the whole reason that we are here and Mm -hmm. we're doing this because I've done that with my dance team before where we do like mental health check-ins and Mm -hmm. they say that literally just writing out today sucked Mm -hmm. can, can just make the difference. And knowing that I'm going to, they usually do it anonymously knowing that I'm going to read it can just change the whole day. That's my entire office all day long. Kids come right. in to me. They go, blah, blah, <laughs> Okay, bye. And then they are fixed. <laughs> and they're fine. Essentially, that's all they needed was someone unbiased. It's exactly why we're someone, here. Someone, yes. And, and it just can heal so much. Yes. So. Thank you. Thank you. And we hope that this person encourages others to share their tough stories to us. And keep us updated. Yes, please. Like if you, if things end up working and like happening, say, hey, I was on episode three and um, things, you know, I took your advice and things are going really well or now I'm out of that relationship Mm -hmm. and I'm doing this, you know, just, yep. We would love to to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) So if you don't mind. Wishing the best for you. Yes. Of course. Yes. Thank you again. Do you love how this episode went from us in tears, <laughs> laughing, cackling? We're going to have to turn the volume Bitch, down. I'm a ghost, bro. <laughs> I'm a ghost. To now being like, we're both looking at each other deep in the eyes like, oh, <laughs> um, so right. on the note of submissions and things like that, we are going to give a prompt this episode. Woo. So First this, prompt. This prompt will be up and available for two weeks after this is posted. So this is going to be posted on February. I need a calendar because I'm not prepared. <laughs> February 27th. 20th. 20th. Sorry. February 20th, 20th is when this episode will be posted. So after February 20th, for two weeks, it will be available to be submitted to. And it's just you're just going to submit it in the same way you would anything else, but you could maybe make a little comment about like, hey, this is for the prompt. And then we will be doing a specific prompt episode two weeks after prompt is given out and we will remind people on our social medias and things like that to be sending them in and if we get a bunch of prompts we will do two episodes about it maybe three you know whatever it takes so yeah or maybe we'll have like a longer if you guys are interested in that we could always Mm -hmm. just do like a prompt episode could be like a longer episode with more in them you know and maybe with something like this 
with a prompt. We're trying to get you guys to be more specific mm-hmm. with it. So actually telling us the exact story about like, so-and-so said this, and then they walked out of the door and they slammed it, and yep. then I did this, and kind of like giving us like the juicy details. Yep. Give us the gossip. We yep. want to hear it. Spill that tea. Spill the tea. <laughs> so our prompt is, tell us about a time that you experienced regret while drinking just a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> maybe something the next morning, so maybe something that night. Right. So yeah, give us give us that story. You went to the bar, you drank a little too much, this and that happened. It can be a funny story. It could be a sad story. It could be, you know, maybe you end up in jail. <laughs> maybe you end up puking the entire next day and miss church in the morning and your mom's pissed at you. Yep. You know? Give us the fun ones. Yeah. We're ready for them. Give yeah. us the sad ones. We're ready for them too. We're officially prepared after that last we one. Are. We are. <laughs> we can do anything now. So again, submissions can be sent to our email, theregretspodcast at gmail.com. And again, we can see who sends those to us. We won't say your name if you don't want us to, but we personally will be able to see it. And then you can also find our link tree where you will, where you will see the Google form. And that is what is completely anonymous if you want to choose that route. Again, we have social media, our Facebook page, Living With Regrets, Instagram at Living With Regrets, and a TikTok page at Living With Regrets. Uh, we're hoping to kind of post some more from previous weeks. And yeah. And of course, like and subscribe to our podcast. Give us a rating if you've been liking this. Yeah. Help yeah. us out. Share us. Tell Everything. your friends. We're really hoping to kind of grow this and make it bigger. We were absolutely shocked after the first episode, Mm -hmm. and we're just wanting to grow from there. So, Um, And remember that our name is spelled regrets, R-E-G-R-E-T-T-E-S, so living with regrets. All right. Closing out episode three. (laughs) Appreciate you, and we are excited for uh, episode four. And uh, just a reminder, get those prompts in. Regretfully yours, Lindsay and Allie.